Hey, welcome to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy and I'm your host. I am so thankful that you're here and we made it to 2022. And I have a challenge for you. I have an idea that I think would change the course of this year. I talk in this episode how I don't really have a lot of expectations for 2022 because let's face it, the last two years have kind of blown every expectation you've had out of the water because you just don't even know what to expect. And it's almost like it's easier to not have expectations just so you can be open and flexible. So listen in and I want to know what you think. So let's do this. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Yay! It's 2022 and we made it. If you're listening to this, you are in 2022. It is, well, it's the first Monday of 2022 or later, depending on when you listen to this. But 2021 and 2020 are fully behind us. And I have to admit, my expectations for 2022 are not super high. One of the reasons is I just want to be open for what's coming and not have high expectations and get knocked down and not, but not in a bleak way, like not in a, oh, this year is not going to be great. Because I really do think that this is going to be a really important year for many people. And I think if you decide that it's going to be an important year, that it's going to be a defining year for you, I think it really can be. So today, let's talk about how to walk into 2022 how to walk with your head held high and with confidence. Because I think sometimes that it's the confidence that we lack that doesn't allow us to step out of fear or take those chances or look for opportunities to make things better in our lives. Or that we don't feel that we're worthy of something better, which is even more heartbreaking than if you just don't claim it, is if you don't think that it belongs to you. And I will tell you over and over and over, it does belong to you. You are so worthy. And not because I say it, which I do, and I truly mean it, but it's because God says it. And he he can't lie. He can't lie. And he is truth and he is love. And he needs you to step into confidence because when you're confident, you are you. You don't need to be confident and act like somebody else. You don't need to pretend to be somebody you're not in order to have confidence. That's not real confidence. That's like a facade. That is a, you're putting on a mask and you're walking in as someone else. You're walking in not as true you. 
So how do you walk with confidence? How do you start to build confidence? Because I really do think it's a muscle. I don't think that some people have confidence and other people don't. I think it may be easier for some people that maybe they have more of the air about them or they just have, they've flexed that muscle more as a child. I was always assured, I was always self-assured, but I don't think I really had confidence when I was younger. I think that I tried things and I think I was pretty good at the things I tried because one, I didn't try things that I didn't think I could accomplish. That whole perfectionism, people pleasing, all of those things that I've been working so hard, so hard to shed and realizing that failure and confidence are not opposites. Like failure and success really have nothing to do with confidence. Confidence has to do with you being you and being okay with it. No matter the circumstances, no matter who you're in front of or who's watching, confidence is letting other people see who you are. And so how do we do it? How can we step into 2022 and have confidence? How can we start to build this muscle and and start small and start because you know you don't go and run a marathon well I do have a friend who who did that who just went and one weekend she signed up for a marathon um I think she regretted it um then again she did it again like a few weeks later so I don't know she's a little crazy but my point is is that the confidence that you are looking for the one that you can step into who you are and really claim your identity is right there waiting for you. You just have to take the steps. You just have to take those small steps. And so what can we do? What can we do right now? Like today, tomorrow, this week, what are small things that we can do to help us build that muscle and start to claim confidence for our own and then really believe in who we are And if you know the Her Restored Spirit pathway, you'll know that you embrace your identity and then reclaim your confidence. Because I think when you're little, you have a little bit more confidence and you can try things. You Well, you weren't afraid of failing as much. You just kind of went with it and you learned. I mean, you learned to walk by falling down. But when you step into your identity, you embrace and you build that confidence muscle then you can start to see your purpose. And isn't that our ultimate goal? Isn't that our ultimate desire is to really to know or have an idea to feel like we are here on purpose, that we are intentionally made, that we are specifically loved for who we are because God created us. And I think confidence is one of the keys to getting it. I think confidence in who God created you to be, that identity that he's revealing to you, so you can have the confidence surrounding it. So let's dive in to what can you do. Now, the first thing is to building confidence is remove the unreal expectations. Confidence is not being able to do everything. Like I said, it really success and failure are not they they don't go hand in hand. Like success does not lead to confidence and confidence does not lead to success. Look at so many scientists who 
are constantly failing, but they're moving forward. Their failures do not stop them. And with each failure, they actually have more confidence in what they're doing because they've weeded out. And so it doesn't matter if you fail at things. Even that can help you build your confidence. So don't look at you can only build your your confidence if you're successful. But don't overload yourself with unreal expectations. There is nothing more that's going to destroy your confidence than having these wild expectations put on yourself. These things of, I'm going to get up every morning at 4 a.m. and just list all of those those resolutions and I'm going to lose 500 pounds by you know March 2nd and I'm going to read my Bible an hour every day and I'm going to drink three gallons of water instead of two and you know all these things that sure might be good okay I know those are a little excessive but my point is is that we put all of these unreal expectations on ourselves that we're going to be a more active mom. We're going to do something fun every day with our kids. And we really want to do that. But is it realistic? Is it realistic that we can accomplish all of these things when sometimes surviving is what we need to do? Sometimes resting and maybe not plan a big activity with the kids, but maybe just staying home and having ice cream for breakfast. You know, like it just lower your expectations. You can build your expectations as you build your confidence, as you you know what works and what doesn't. Because again, every season comes with different activities and tasks and things that either light you up or drain your energy. And I've mentioned before that some of the things that in that really give me energy in the summer, like cooking and barbecuing and because I have the mental and physical space, emotional space to be more creative with food and time. I have more time in the summer to do that. Well, come fall, meal planning is a must and planning ahead quick meals and I don't have the time to be as creative. And so I've removed that unrealistic expectation. I may have the same five or six meals that rotate all winter, all, you know, and maybe here or there sprinkle it with a new meal or something different. Remove the unrealistic expectations. When you have an expectation put on yourself, ask, why do I want this? What would it mean to me if I did this? And who am I if I didn't do it? And then listen to your answers and decide if it's worthy or worthy of you or not. Decide if it's actually something that it's a shoulda, coulda, woulda, but you know you're not actually going to do it. So why feel guilty and crush the confidence that you are slowly building because you're going to do something like start off small. Instead of striving to read the Bible an hour every day, read one chapter every day. That takes about five Less than 10 minutes for sure. And maybe say, okay, five days a week. I'm going to be a person who does it five days a week. And if you do it seven, celebrate that win. Like celebrate it. And But it's okay to lower expectations to build those that confidence, to build that habit, build that evidence that you're capable. The next one is practice walking confidently into a room. Now, if you don't want to work, walk into your workplace or walk into 
a, you know, a social setting with the confidence that you need, start walking into your kitchen, into your bedroom, into your house, and just head held high. Know that you're meant to be there and then just own it. Just enjoy the process and feel like, no, this is, this is where I'm meant to be. This is my house. This is my kitchen. And and like add, add a few things of what you love about it. Put a meaning behind it that builds you up and doesn't tear you down. Another thing, talk to yourself kinder. One time a day. Start with one time because we're so hard on ourselves. One time each day. Pick something that you do well, something that something about who you are that is not activity-based or task-based, just something about who you are. If you recognize that you are kind or you're compassionate or you're, you're empathetic or you're strong, you're strong-minded, you're brave, each day acknowledge it and then praise yourself for it. Point it out and speak life over yourself. And then recognize, you know, like I'm feeling confident today. Own it. Tell yourself, great job, and then move about your day. You don't have to sit there for too long, but you do have to get in the habit of talking to yourself kindly. Now, if it's if you can't pick out something that you know to be true about you, go to the Bible and find a verse where God says who you are, that you are loved, you're beloved, you are, you're created by him because he wanted you. You're created with a set of skills and gifts and all of that for his glory. But he loves you simply because you're his. And you don't have to do anything to earn his love. In fact, many times in when we're resting is when we can feel his love the most. So again, if you can't think of something then go to the Bible, pick a verse and memorize it and speak it over yourself every morning and every night. Now, another thing is beginning of the year, we have these resolutions, we have these goals, we have these high achieving, these, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And that's all fine and well. But again, it goes back to those unrealistic expectations. We can't build like 50 new habits all in a day. And Throughout this year, we'll talk about how to build habits properly, how to build habits that we want and we need in a way that is going to stick. But for right now, we need to build evidence, not habits. We need to build evidence that we are capable, that we are consistent, that we are worthy to gain the confidence, to step in and embrace the confidence. We have to have evidence that tells our brains we're, we're already living it. We're already doing it. We're already achieving it. And confidence is just a byproduct. Just tell us that, you know, we don't need to, to work to get confidence. It's already there. So how do we build, build evidence? Each morning, pick one thing, one thing that you want to do and do it. It doesn't need to be the same thing every day, but intentionally say today, I'm going to go on a walk and then go on a walk. Maybe the next day is today I'm going to sit and I'm going to pray or meditate for 10 minutes and then do it and write it down 
keep a log. Again, all of this evidence, if it's written down, then our brains can really see it's happening because we can see. So if whether it's a habit tracker and you just put down the one thing a day or you go through and I mean, your day planner, write down each day something that the, the thing that you did and then check it off or circle it, highlight. If you only use a, a digital planner, put it at like 2 p.m. every day or something. Do my one thing. And then write, and when you've done it, write what it is. Because again, it's good to have all the information down. And then put done in front of it, like edit it and put done. So that way you can go through and each day you see that you've done it. And your brain is going to want to keep that momentum up. And then each day you have more confidence that those one things that you want to do, you can achieve it. You can do it. You're building that confidence without even realizing of achieving that one thing and building that habits and knowing that you're worthy and that you're you're actually proving to yourself that you're capable. So just one thing, one thing small, don't add a hundred different habits to your day. We have too much going on that it's not even possible. And most of those things, if you really like go back and ask yourself, why do I want to do this? What would it add to my life? How would my life be easier if I if I added this or removed this? And many times it's just things that we feel like work for other people or that we should or could or need to do. But why do we need to? Why do we need to wake up at 4.30 every morning? It works for some people. But maybe in this season, getting that extra hour and a half of sleep and waking up at 6 is really what your body needs because you have a baby or a toddler who sleeps in your bed or you just have things going on that the extra sleep is really what your body needs and you don't need to beat yourself up when you try to wake up at 4.30 and you hit snooze till 6. Own it. Wake up at 6. Make it work for your life and and go about your day. And maybe that's what it is, is tell yourself, no, I'm not going to put unrealistic expectations on myself. That's my one thing is if that seems unrealistic, I'm not going to do it. Boom, you just checked off two things off your list instead of just one. The next is know your worth. This one's a little bit harder and it took me a long time to even understand what it is and I'm not going to do a very good job right now explaining it. And I'll talk more and more about it as time goes on. But you are worthy. And in order to have confidence, you have to embrace it. We talked about whole self-care. We've talked about taking care of every area of your life, not just your physical needs, not just your exercise and fitness needs, but you have to take care of your spiritual, your purpose, your calling, your family, your money. There's You are a whole person and you have needs in every area and it's okay to acknowledge that you have needs in all of the areas. But also know that you're worthy in all of those areas. You have a significance that belongs to you because you're human, because you're created by in God's image. And so know your worth. And we'll talk more about that and we'll do some exercises and some journaling and figuring out what that means for each of us. But for right now, I just want you to, to start to think about it. Ask yourself, what does it mean? What is my worth? Who gets to define that? And I will give you a hint, it's not your family or your friends or the world. 
Your worth is decided by God and then it's accepted by you. Let me just say that again. Your worth is decided by God and then it's accepted by you. You don't have to look to others to know your worth. Now, if you have a good friend who you want to talk this over with and you talk and they can, because a lot of times they can give you highlights. They can point out the areas of your worthiness that you can't see. Take it seriously. It's not just a, this is not a prideful know your worth. And this is not a, yeah, you should, you know, walk in your room and just demand X, Y, Z because you're worth it. You deserve this. Like, no, it's not. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is knowing the value you offer to the world because of how God created you. He gets to define your worth and you get to embrace it. You get to claim it and you get to step into it. And these are the steps. These are the things that you could start doing every day and build. This builds your confidence. And what a cool year it's going to be if you have the confidence to try different things, to take opportunities as you see them. You have the confidence to acknowledge opportunities, acknowledge that there's hope in different situations, acknowledge the fear that you're, that you're experiencing, and then do it anyway. How cool would that be? What a year 2022 would be? And what could you say about yourself at the end of 2022 if that was your focus this year of this is the year that I'm not going to let other people define my worth and who I am and what I get to do, but I'm going to allow God to show me and use me and I'm going to embrace it and just see what he does with it. Like, How cool would that be? So with that, I'm going to wrap up. And I hope that you have had a wonderful New Year's Eve. I hope you had this first couple of days of 2022 has been amazing for you. I will tell you, it was a slow start for me. Um, Rather than trying to jump in and make every minute count on January 1st and January 2nd, getting to sleep in a little bit, getting to rest, playing with the kids and looking at who I want to be this year rather than what I want to do. That's what I want to focus on. As I build my confidence this year, as I step out and do some things that I I feel God is calling me to do, you know, like it's just a matter of putting one foot in front of the other and not overwhelming myself with all of the shoulda, woulda, coulda, and didn'ts. So that's what I want for you too. I would love for you to join me over on Facebook and Instagram at Tammy Marie Coaching and DM me. If you have some comments about this or what what is something that you can do to help build your confidence, DM me. I would love to to know and get a collection of what people are doing to build their confidence this year. And I'll share it on, um, on Instagram. I think it'd be a lot of fun to get some new ideas and just support each other. So with that, I will see you next week. Bye for now.